I think we could start okay. with the uh, audience questions. Yeah. So the trust rank and spam filter. Spam filter is pretty simple and it's described on the spam.noster.band and it basically looks at the one hour of the most recent events and it clusters those events by words, essentially repeated words. And if like there is a cluster of mm -hmm. messages that contain roughly similar set of words, then I, th and there are lots of them, then I think this is probably spam. And then all the incoming stuff mm -hmm. that resembles that cluster is thrown away, like to the spam, uh, table essentially. So it's very, a very simple thing, but when we were spammed very heavily with like 500,000, 1 million, several million messages per day, that worked really well. We were able to like save something like 30, 40% of space. Now it's mostly idle because there is mm -hmm. not much spam going on right now. And the trust rank, I thought that it was described. Yeah. Pretty well as well on trust.nostor.band. It's just the page rank and with uh, some trusted set of users as a seed for the graph for the w distribution of weights and, uh, uh, I don't think there is much sense to even like, uh, publish the source code because like I've got my own set of data and nobody probably has the same set of data. Nobody probably has the same graph. And it's really like, if you want to try something mm -hmm. similar, then it's probably like a couple hundred lines of code to do this, uh, given that you have some non-trivial amount of data there. Uh, but it produces pretty good results. So the main thing is you need to collect enough data that you can actually do something interesting with it and then the actual code to yeah. execute it. Is yeah, it yeah. And you, it, it has to be run like more or less constantly recalculated to uh, incorporate the new data and the new people. And if you want to make something useful with it, you have to like integrate it into your other data pi pipelines. So it's not just like numbers, you have to make them part of the uh, almost everything. Like what, 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 Almost everything that happens on Nostroband includes trust rank in one way or another. Uh, so that's that. And the mm -hmm. second question was, I guess, about the trending topics and people. So people trending people work really well. I think I like the way they work. Uh, so it just takes the last 24 hours and, uh, finds all the new following events in the last 24 hours. Like you were followed by like 10 people in the last 24 hours, let's say. And then I just mm -hmm. sum up the trust rank of those people. And that's basically like, if you were followed by Jack Dorsey, that's probably a bigger single uh, signal than if you were followed by no name account. So a person that had like two, three important followers, new followers will probably get there in the list. And a person that was followed by like a hundred thousand bot accounts will not get on that list. That's the basic idea. And the reason it works and well. Do you imagine that yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I think, I think it was a little bit of a delay. I was going to ask, do you imagine that this kind of, you know, at some amount of scale, you'd get more expressive with this and have more, more sophistication. And at some point, would it be more of a 
community open tunable asset or do you think that for kind of maybe for spam reasons or kind of optimization reasons there's part of it that has to be held back or how, how do you think about the the trade-offs there i think there are there is a place for both like pure algorithmic rankings and curations and for people uh pure like person managed ones and like some mixes of those so right now this is the I think the best thing I can put like automated thing that can show new content and new people on the front page and it works. Like when we get bigger, mm -hmm. maybe this algorithm will not be good enough or maybe it gets abused by somebody. I don't know. Like it, it will definitely need to be improved, but then maybe just like mm -hmm. along with it near it. If we find a nice way to manually curate, curate stuff on Noster, maybe lists or curated yep. feeds, something like this. And some of those feeds, and if you learn how to measure like their popularity, then maybe some curated lists, most popular ones will be there. So uh, uh, this like, it's so early on Noster, so like any algorithm that does like the basic, very basic job, I think is good enough. It makes no sense to right. be super smart here. Uh, and uh, right. so I was going to say that the, the basics in a sort of a work. Yeah. yeah. So the, the trending people tab, I think works well because uh, it's not dominated by like old uh, people, Jack Dorsey, JB 55, yeah, Jeff, because they are already followed by other popular people and like, they don't get this much of a boost. But then if Jack Dorsey follows someone interesting, some new account, that account gets there. So turning people like regularly shows interesting things to me. Trending posts are worse right now. And I tried to like improve them this week, just did a little research there and couldn't come up at this point with any quick fix for it. So it, it is essentially dominated by old accounts with huge followings. And the algorithm there, there is mm -hmm. like, take all the interactions with this post, take all the profiles that interacted with this post, like zapped it, liked it, replied to it, etc., and sum up their trust range, something like this. And, uh, mm -hmm. and so essentially it's dominated by the uh, posts that are either produced by those popular accounts or like promoted by them. And uh, you would probably right. need to like reason, if it's replies or, or like, yeah. Or yeah. So it's not perfect. Uh, the algorithm is pretty simple. I haven't come up with a good idea of how to like make it more, make it surface more, less popular, but still trending and interesting content. So one day hopefully i'll get mm -hmm. there and uh right right yeah that's kind of it but it sounds like these these things have a lot of uh you know they start to touch on you know how discovery works how algorithms work and i think you've already been uh i think suggesting some ideas around how how these things could play with other systems like some of the list systems being built or kind of how it could plug into various surfaces and I wonder, do you have already in mind a model for maybe like a an architecture for 
plugging these things into each other or how how do you imagine the long run you know you're starting with like a very simple you know kind of a naive version that you can build upon but if people wanted to take and build upon it in different directions or swap it out for different ones do you have in mind is it like a a new architecture for how such kind of discovery or trending things should work or is it kind of premature to start building those yet yeah so i think there are well first of all the there's discovery through manual curation idea and i think lists go there in that bucket so if you can create a list of like interesting people and then if you can switch to that list in your nostril client like in amethyst then you can easily like switch between feeds and uh you might not even need any more of an algorithm there maybe if the people you've included in the list are kind of topic focused if they don't just chat then you might might get like a pretty right. interesting feed there and so when i was talking about lists all i had in mind is that maybe people start creating those lists and then we can start surfacing more popular ones which can then like help everyone uh get some interesting feed for them but that's that's one like interesting story of the problem with such a list is that we are not generally like a single topic people there like i usually try mm-hmm. to post only right. about like noster band or noster development or noster itself but even i occasionally like chat mm-hmm. with, with someone and uh so it's hard to create a feed a purely topical feed out of profiles you have to like add some other constraint there mm-hmm. uh, uh so i'm not sure that lists like can solve all the problems in the manual curation uh area like i am sure it can it, it it's one easy option that we've we had but uh there should be something else like I mean, it seems essentially like lists provide more signal into into the trendingness or topness of something right it's just another kind of organizational unit who decides who to add to a list if they i don't know if list can be named but maybe at some point a list could be named you start to add a lot of metadata about kind of just information about the graph and network yeah well the of course since the list itself is a noster event and object you can build all the same analytics and uh, trust ranks and etc on it so it's like another layer for some automated algorithms uh, but what's the great idea about lists is that you can you you would essentially have a marketplace of them and uh no one is censoring you if you like this list by this curator and you prefer to use it then you're kind of mm-hmm. uh deciding it for your, yourself and uh so yeah but then the algorithmic feeds or aggregations or recommendations uh like some people propose that we just have like a marketplace of different algorithms different providers different algorith- algorithms and there are differences in terms of like how exactly you one of such providers would deliver the data but that's like details the reality is that you have to somehow discover that provider then you have to somehow like subscribe to it mm-hmm. and then you've got some surface in your app that like shows you the data or you visit like the website of the provider like nostrum so that's like a simple right 
and uh, and it's already working approach. And I've got like several uh, technical implementations of that. And e- even those several ones are not like exhaustive list. There probably are like two or three uh, options that I haven't tried. Uh, and then there is an idea that uh, Kian from Stacker News is like trying to pursue where he wants to like have a standard definition of an algorithm. And then he would like some either re- some software or mid- middleware like relays or some middleware to implement those so that mm-hmm. like the whole network could execute that algorithm and uh, you could get predictable standardized results computed by commodity machines providers relays they're like, like they're not differentiated only the standardized algorithms are different and uh so it's like a container this, or a spec for how those algorithms should work, but it would need access to some sort of, uh, would it need any kind of a, a repository of what types of uh, NPUBs to look for, kind of public key addresses, or that would be part of the algorithm would be how to traverse and find the relays where those messages exist? I think the idea he was describing is that like each relay just calculates filters and ranks the stuff that you request from it, like whether it's profiles or notes or long posts or anything based on some standardized rules, like please order them by number of zaps or amount of zaps or something like this, or some trust rank, which probably should again be standardized. And then you query several relays. They return to you the results with weights and scores, and you just merge the results and you get the final ranking. I am skeptical of this idea because uh, it's possible to do such a thing in a, like in a, for a centralized provider, he can have distributed cluster Mm -hmm. where he, each machine does its part of the job and then you merge the results. But for uh, Nostr where each relay is on its own and then, and they can be, can be adversaries. They can try to abuse you, et cetera. I don't think it like, mm-hmm. even if we came up with all the standards and all the specs around how this and that should work and all the relays implemented them kind of, uh, supposedly, uh, but then someone's going to write a relay or modify like a, an existing implementation to do something nasty. And if you think that you kind of like, there's no way to detect that really, unless like you manually recheck something or or maybe you could try to like compare the scores from different provi- providers, but then each provider, each really has different view on the network. So the zap amount of his will be different from zap amount on that relay. So it's super challenging and it kind of insists that relays are commodity and uh, aggregation layer is a commodity mm-hmm. consists of commodity servers. And from what I hear from like Fiat Jeff, it's probably the wrong way to think about relays, or at least all of them, because he's he keeps re- repeating that topical relays are a thing, differentiated relays should exist, etc. And so, I would say that so, right now, yeah, let's let's hear more about that because I yeah. I've heard that the idea that relays should be considered uh, pretty dumb, and that they just are like you know routers on the internet where you know they take 
packets and they send packets. So they take messages and they send packet and send messages. But uh, but there's also maybe this content centric knowledge that a layer that a relay might have. And I wonder, do you think that is the goal of maybe what what Fiat Jaff is advocating here is that the relay should have a topic and certain sets of people would read and write from them, but they would still have kind of that dumb functionality, but it's just like the selection of who writes and who reads from it would be topic centric or other things altogether? Well, if really sort of filters the stuff that it stores, like if I'm not just dumping data to it and can read it back and it's all like uh, accepts anything I write and then returns it. If it's not that, then it's already like some kind of algorithm behind the curtain. Like it may be automated or it may be manual, but it is some kind of filtration there. And, uh, and so the Fiat Jeff's main idea with algorithms boils down to this, uh, just give me a URL of a relay that will give me filtered stuff like on some topic or mm -hmm. legal or NSFW or something. And it's kind of good idea, I think, like given how Nostra mm -hmm. works right now, it like given this URL, it would be usable immediately in almost any client. And uh, so, yeah, it, 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 it's definitely one of the ways to like provide an algorithm, but then, uh, but such relays, they have to like have a face. You have to probably have a website and owner and it has to be probably marketed somehow. Uh, so that's like one thing. And then if someone just installs the relay code from a repository and launches it and just starts accepting writes and reads, then it's a commodity relay. So right now there are essentially right. no topical relays. Maybe we could call paid relays, those differentiated relays, because they have like a selection of people. But aside from that, like all the other relays are commodity. And, uh, I think there will be more custom, let's call them custom relays. And for those custom relays, you would like, people would want a way to discover them. They will probably start share, sharing lists of them. And then someone's going to make a website with them, etc. Mm -hmm. And the standard, let's call them relays. Well, we were talking the, in private about the potential that a relay might have uh, a relay like what is the visibility of a relay and should it be visible on its own or should it be visible always like attached to a person who you discover it through so do you already have kind of a a view formed or have you heard people talk about a view on that type of concept or is that still kind of a being I, being discussed I, or not really because I, 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 I find like the idea yeah, of i didn't discuss anyway. this uh really with anyone uh, and it seems like like Fiat Jeff wants these relays to be URLs, and uh, we already have like UI UX for adding relays as URLs, selecting relays, switching between them as URLs. So mm -hmm. I guess we should start there. But probably eventually, like bigger relays will have their own Nostra profile, and they will have like their official Nostra profile where they can do customer support or discuss things. So like it will naturally evolve into relays having some presence on Nostra itself, unless it's a standard dump relay undifferentiated, then it like, it makes not much sense to, for it to have a face. So right now really 
relay is S. URLs but if it's gonna should work fine. Just, so should we think of a relay as a URL, as a place I want to go or visit because I appreciate its policy or I expect to get a certain content type there? And if that's the case, like, am I thinking of the relay as sort of like visiting a website where a bunch of people yeah. are gathering? Or do I think yeah. of it like visiting a, a particular Discord server? I think so, yeah. So it, it starts it resembling the kind of, uh, sorry, I think it's just, we have a little bit of delay is, um, yeah. is the relay going to, uh, serve like, will it still have the censorship resistant property if sort of everybody's gathered at one relay, do you expect there'd just be like lots of kind of redundancy or clones of that same relay with lots of the same readers and writers on it? I'm not sure really how this is going to evolve. Like, uh, I didn't think it through too much and we don't have really any like implementation of it for like the only custom relays that exist right now are those paid relays. And, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure that all the stuff that they contain is also duplicated in like all free relays. So like censorship resistance properties are probably fine there, but what's going to happen with the topical relays? I'm not sure. I would probably think of them more of like curated feeds. Like if mm -hmm. it's, it is by definition, a filtered view on the network. Like it, it's not about censorship resistance right. there. It's about curation. So if, uh, someone wants to deliver their message to ensure that message is delivered, then of course they should like spread it as wide as they, as they can. And if they don't see their message on some topical custom relay, then it's probably a choice of that relay's author and owners. And that's fine because like if, uh, if a topical relay is presented to the user as such that we are a custom relay and we only serve this small amount of filtered content and user doesn't rely on only those custom relays in their relay list, then they're fine. Like if they know what they're doing, I don't think there, are, there there's a good UI for like separating relays into standard or topical right now, but it's not a big deal. I think right, yeah. it's pretty trivial. As soon as we have uh, such custom relays, mo many of them, it will get, we will get there. So yeah. Uh, I think that's a good way to go. Like, to me, it almost seems like term. we need to have a UI or UX decision about how a topical relay might be selected before we'll have enough kind of momentum behind a topical relay idea. So like if, if it doesn't make its way to the UI, how can it get the right sets of notes? Is it just by algorithmic curation or something? Yeah. So there's no tool that anyone has built, I think I've never heard of them. Probably somebody has built it, but I've never heard of them that would allow you to, well, you can manually do it. Like you can spin up your own relay and then, st uh, make it so that only you could write to it. Like your, like close the right access and leave it only for yourself. And then you could write a script that mm -hmm. will write into the copy into that relay, a post that you. I don't know, bookmark or, uh, every time you give it an idea of a post and then anyone could just add that relay into their, uh, list of relays and select that relay in the global feed and get that list. So it's kind of doable if you know what you're doing, but there is no, uh, good tool to do that. As far as I know, I actually want to build so is this one. an area that you're yeah. thinking about for 
nostr.bend, would you start yeah. building kind of this relay selection or kind of relay scoring criteria? No, no. First of all, I, I, I want to build the like the tool to create the curated feed relays, something like this. And then mm-hmm. when we do have a selection of curated feeds, curated relays, URLs, then we probably can uh, start measuring like their popularity and uh, come up with some list, etc. But we should start somewhere first. Right. And what is the state of the list stuff? Because I've I've seen like the I saw the project that Jeff worked on where you can kind of see the lists. You can kind of navigate them a little bit. I think is it lister.lol, and then yeah. um, and then you've you've been exploring lists as well. Are they currently implemented in some clients where you can sort of see an existing experience or kind of hypothesized or proposed experience? Uh-huh. So you can edit lists on Osterband, but you cannot view them. At this point, you can view and edit mm-hmm. lists on lister.lol, but it's not very polished experience. I think it has some bugs there. And uh, mm-hmm. and in some clients in Amethyst, you can select like the list to replace your global feed with the feed from your list. And I don't think other clients support any of that stuff yet. Uh, yeah. So that's like the state of lists in on like Osterband like app. For- the amethyst objective is to try to change and see the view of the feed, not to try to find people to follow. Is that right? Yeah. So the uh, those lists are for like switching your global feed from one, which is really global, into some or like no, from your home feed, from your main set of followers, to another feed based on the people in the list. And uh, but there is no like. I'm not sure if any of the clients, maybe Amethyst does this. I think it does. If you like share a link to a list on Nostr so that the client would show that this is a link to a list and then a person could view that list and it would be super helpful if they could subscribe to that list to add it to their own like list of lists. Uh, I don't think any client has gone that far yet. Right. And so do you see most of the Nostr band, uh, list to be a service to be uh, used in a UI that's run by kind of another client like like Amethyst or I think you mentioned, uh, is it Current, Iris have also integrated some of these? I don't think anyone has, anyone else has any good integration with lists. And uh, so lists are really not like Doster Band's invention. Yeah, uh, the NIP 51 Mm -hmm. that all those lists are based on was created like long ago for mute lists and bookmark lists. So bookmark list is a list of posts that you bookmarked. And so I just took advantage of that mm-hmm. nip and tried to like implement some of features that I envisioned on Nostroband. And uh, so like since right. Nostroband is a search and discovery tool, it w- it made double sense for me to like include uh, adding to the list functionality there. Uh, but then the clients that are used for like feed consumption should now start supporting like switching feeds mm-hmm. or sharing lists or subscribing to them. And, uh, I don't have any plans there right. yet because I think like it's a different use case from the one that Nostrband is built for. On Nostrband, you will definitely be able to search right. for lists. You will be able to search 
through content by people in a list, these kind of things. Maybe trending lists will be there when we uh, start liking them, zapping them, etc., or subscribing to them. But like the feed can consumption should. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. Can I log into Nostraband to be able to uh, add, like maybe add a list or follow people I find in a list and then use that with my uh, my private key on other clients, like traditional consumption clients? You can log in and you can create your list and you can create many lists and you can add people to those lists. And then you will see those lists in other clients that support this SNP, like in Amethyst. So it's not like some proprietary thing. Okay, because I, I always think of, I'm mostly using Nostraband for like uh, the search. Like whenever I want to find somebody, it's easily the best way to search like by a name or an old post yeah. that I remember seeing, I want to go recover. But then the idea of, because it's not so feed consumption oriented, the idea of logging in and making, you know, connections to people through it, uh, I guess, doesn't somehow feel as natural today, but I think it, it should, I think it feels like it should be able to live here or, or maybe even get used from here in, in different ways. I wonder if that's just a, a UX or kind of messaging thing, but is that a, a big way? Like I'd say the way that I often use Nostraband is I, I use the little pull down, uh, from, you know, I go search for something, maybe it's a keyword or, a or a person, you know, a person mm -hmm. name, and then I use the pull down to copy the end pub or something. And then I go, yeah. you know, find that end pub within the search of a particular client. I wonder, do you think that, is that the main use case? Or do you think that it's easy enough for people to think about Nostraband as a way to like a place to go to curate their, you know, kind of quality feed? By curate, you mean like find new people and somehow do something with them, like add to a list or add the post to a bookmark? Or do you mean like consume a curated feed? Yeah. Um, no, I, I get that um, the consumption of curated feeds works really well in lots of clients that have yeah. done that. So the thing that Nostraband yeah. does really well is you've got search and some trendingness and stuff. But I always think of Nostraband as a place to go to do the search and to find the thing and then to copy NPUBs and go to other clients to actually make connections and stuff because I don't necessarily well, think as much about, you know, I think yeah. in maybe one way to say this is Nostraband is a little bit of like a management dashboard for discovering new people and content and, and doing search. But without being logged in, it actually gives a lot of the experience that way. So do people mostly realize you can log in or do they think about it that way? Or is it worth trying to help people understand it better that way? Well, I hope they do understand because there are buttons like follow or add to a list. And if you click it, it will tell you that you should log in to do it. So hopefully they do. I don't have mm -hmm. a deep analytics set up that would tell me like how many people do logging and how many people don't and what they do on the site. Uh, it's definitely my wish to have people come to Nostraband and do those simple actions like add to the list or follow on the site. It makes no sense to like copy paste and pops. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and many times you don't really have to, like if you try to push the open button there, it should work. It should like redirect you to Damos or something, and it should work with Damos now. It didn't work before. Uh, so yeah, like the, right. I hope we have some better solution for logging in other than like web extension. 
we have Nostra Wallet Connect, and maybe we could have something like Nostra right. lo- Logging Connect, Nostra uh, Key Store Connect. That would be great. But then you have to like store the keys yeah. in some in some always online custodial thing, which is not great. So I I didn't right. uh, try to solve it really. But yeah, like right now on the web, you have to have an extension and that's kind of limits the experience. Maybe I should just publish like the pack a website into a mobile app and distribute it uh, as a mobile app. Then people would probably be fine pasting this, their set key inside it. So we'll see. Right. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think of, I think of Nostraband as a great website utility. I go for a specific purpose of search and discovery, but then I don't know that, I don't know that I've ever used the logged in experience now that I'm thinking about it. Cause it does require like an LB or kind of a, yeah. you know, a, a Chrome extension. And, yeah. uh, and I'm still, as much as I know, everybody's doing the right thing. I'm still very cautious about the web versus mobile apps, <laughs> um, you know, yeah. for kind of using, uh, private keys. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I wonder if there is a way to help either get people more comfortable with that, or maybe, maybe the point would be, you know, I know a lot of the work you've been doing is thinking about how Nostraband works as a service or as a, maybe a micro app that gets plugged in by other apps, which actually has a whole other, you know, area of discussion mm-hmm. that we were, we were, um, discussing on messaging. I wonder, is that, you know, where is your head with respect to having maybe the website be the primary entry point to the Nostra Band experience versus, um, you know, kind of optimizing the services to be more useful in kind of a micro app, kind of a container mode for other, you know, other existing clients or sort of other ways to use it? Yeah. So the the idea of having some uh, third party component being integrated into an Oster app like in Damos, for instance, is an interesting one, but I haven't thought it through really. And what I did think about is just providing APIs for those clients. And so if a client decides to integrate the API, like a trending section or a search or a recommendation API, like this week, Snort released personal recommend, follow recommendations. Uh, if they decide to do it, then you like get the benef- the benefit of staying in your client and, uh, getting very similar functionality there, but so far it's quite limited really. So the new version of Iris has trending stuff integrated, Snort does, and uh, current.io uh, does that, uh, but not many others. Some, so, some do integrate search, but not the trending stuff. And then those clients themselves, even if they like integrated the, let's say trending section, they don't have, usually they don't have a way to manage lists. So you can't like do some stuff that you can do on Nostra mm-hmm. Band. And so the, uh, right. they could probably get there eventually, maybe, or maybe they would decide to not do that and leave it for third party apps, apps, because like the feed consumption app already probably has enough buttons <laughs> and, uh, for instance, right. in Snort, there's a menu and there's like 10 buttons there in the menu and you would have to like add more and more there. So, uh, APIs are good, but then we want micro apps. Everyone talks about micro apps. So, uh, maybe Nostra Band should yeah. just become 
a mobile mobile app would you use do you use your private keys in more than one app more than one mobile app or are they only in damas and that's it uh the main one that i use is only in damas but i have some experimental yeah. ones that i use to play with other things mm -hmm. but yeah i i i am hesitant even about plugging into other mobile apps so you know there's yeah. maybe something telling there but but it touches on this idea and i think we were also talking about this idea i don't know how how far this is like too extreme from the kind of micro app idea but should there be something of an orchestration app that its only purpose is to orchestrate micro apps and it's not in itself any particular defined experience or the defined experience is open enough like it has a an easily defined experience but it's easily swappable to other micro apps so that instead of being kind of an end-to-end -end idea it's sort of a it's a pluggable set of ideas so it seems like is that kind what, of idea too crazy for what micro apps may intend uh, i don't know if it's crazy so it looks like what you're describing is a sort of a browser that has a built-in key store extension <laughs> which would allow you to mm -hmm. like down yeah to switch between clients and not rely on uh having to paste your nsec into each of them uh i think the idea of nostr key store connect is a better probably approach like try try to solve that thing mm -hmm. is probably a better approach and more workable because you would have a separate key store app that only does this one thing it's open source it's secure etc and then you can just right connect it to all the other apps so the only uh roadblock at this point that i see is that nostr wallet connect works with custodial always online services so like the key store would have to be like a server mm -hmm. if we just follow the same pattern follow the same spec like with nostr wallet connect I think there are several proposals. Yeah. I think a slightly different problem because it because it, it needs the keys online or it needs at least a wallet address to be receivable. Whereas I think that's maybe not the case in kind of Nostra keys. Well, suppose like that your uh, key store mobile app is on your phone and you're using Snort on mm -hmm. your desktop and Snort tries to connect to the key management app to have it sign the message for you. That app has to be like launched. Right. It has to be online. Yeah. And most uh, most mobile operating systems right. don't allow apps to run in the background. And it has so it has to be first. It has to be like yeah. signaled somehow. Like a, a notification must come to it, and you have to click it, and then it will be allowed to launch. Mm -hmm. And then you would be allowed. They would be allowed to talk. And then if you like close that key store app, the connection is gone. So. Right. It's not a convenient yeah, right. experience, definitely. But uh, mm -hmm. from what I can tell, from like how you're describing your Nostar experience with keys, I would say it's a very important problem, I guess. Or maybe most of the people that use Nostar today don't care well, that much about their keys, so <laughs> maybe they'd be happy to copy them into several yeah. apps. But eventually, it should come to something like this. I'm, like, I'm there probably definitely like needs to be paranoid, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. I'm, <laughs> I, there I has wonder, to be though, one key can, store. Can a Nostr kind of right? So if there has to be one key store, and that's sort of the core of the identity, what if 
we just think about that app being the one that has to be on while you're using it. And you use it with, you know, you sort of use micro apps that fit into some framework. Like, because you were talking about this idea of like the obviation of the need for an app store. And I think this touches on that in a way, right? Like if you have your keys and your identity is managed by this app, why isn't everything downstream just sort of like browsable within the same app? Yeah, so my 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 post and idea about not needing an app store is not really like I should probably write more specific posts and describe my ideas more specifically. So the yeah. I wrote there that well we, we might not need iOS like Nostra is a, an app platform that replaces iOS. Well, I didn't really mean to that we don't we no longer need Android and iOS of course. And uh, right, and replacement for App Store. It's not about like we no longer need Android, and thus we don't need a Play Store. No, we do need Android, and uh, right, and maybe maybe Play Store, but not. We do need Android definitely as an operating the system. The Play Store could but, be for but the Play Store, uh, yeah, key the Play apps. The the Play Store itself does one big thing. It curates the apps for you. It like checks them for viruses and it manages the catalog and the ranking and the payment processing. And so the payments are solved on, on Lightning on Nostr and the curation and all of that stuff we are right now trying to solve for Nostr. And if we solve them for content, then maybe we will be able to solve it for apps as well, like in a decentralized manner. Because like the problem at the core is very similar. It's a question of like, here's a piece of data. In one case, it's a picture or, or a post. And in another case, it's a, like a code. And someone has to like check it, mm -hmm. vet it, recommend it. And that's kind of it. Like the, uh, that, that, that's the whole purpose of an app store. And if we are going to solve this problem for content, then right. as well, we might solve it for apps and the Play Store. If Nostar succeeds, will definitely be, we will definitely be able to replace the question of like will official iOS allow us to install an app that is not distributed through Play App Store? No, of course not. At like at least in in the foreseeable future, right. but things evolve. Right. Like okay, on iOS we are going to use mm -hmm. an addition. There will be additional gatekeeper for a while. And on Android, you can install uh, an app from like a non-official location, and maybe the experience will get right. simpler there. Or maybe efforts like that try to create like open al alternatives to mobile operating, operating systems start to get popular, and there uh, maybe we will be allowed to download from Nostr. Who knows? So that's kind of the idea of. What's the granularity in your mind? What's the granularity of the of a micro app that would be in this app store of the future? Yeah, so the I I am not too big of a believer in micro apps. Like, and a person oh, okay. cannot have more than I don't know a couple dozen apps like in their mind. Like on your phone, how many apps do you have that you really use? Most of them you probably don't use, but the ones that you use, mm -hmm. there are probably a dozen of them. And so the f 
micro app that does like one thing, like an app with three buttons. That's probably a, like too small. I think it's so niche that, uh, like maybe something like Google Authenticator is an app that I use that has like two buttons. Uh, and that probably resembles the key mm-hmm. store app that we were describing. But then aside from that, if we keep like, if you take Damos today and you start like splitting it into micro apps, like here's a, an app to follow someone and here's an app to like reply and here's an app to view a thread and here's an app to, I don't know, listen to a music track. That's like a dozen apps for Damos itself already. That's way too much. I think, I don't think that people will be like, it makes sense to do it that small. And that's why I was skeptical about the micro apps idea initially, because it seemed like everyone were talking about like making those super small apps around a big thing, which is social network. And, uh, but now that I at least think that Nostr is more of a data protocol and we are going to have many, many, many more types of data flowing through Nostr. In that case, like a micro app in my head is just an app. Like it's just an app that uses different data type Mm. on Nostr. It can be in, it can be like Mm -hmm. a Kindle replacement. It can be an app to replace your ebook reading experience. It's a full fledged app. It has a lot of features, but it's dedicated to one uh, theme or to one problem that you solve in your life. And, uh, and so mm-hmm. the, the micro apps that happen inside those super apps like, uh, WeChat, uh, I probably would call those um, my micro apps or plugins or something like this. Well, I, what I think those super apps do is they just create their own marketplace, like their own app store inside them because like, right. They create an, a closed platform, like Nostra is a protocol, but that thing is a closed platform. They provide all the same infrastructure that right. Nostra provides, but it's centralized and closed. Uh, I haven't used WeChat, but like in Russia, there was v- VK.com. And I think Facebook in the year, like not right. like in the early days, they allowed a, a huge variety of apps. They gave them a lot of access yep. to the API and to a lot of data and people went crazy with all that data and did lots of interesting things. That's essentially what Nostr does. It just does it in an open mm-hmm. way. And, uh, right. So I'm not sure that, that it like, we are having, we have Nostr to have that open data infrastructure. And that's why I'm not sure if we need mm-hmm. like super apps that would host other apps, because when you are hosted somewhere, you're under control of, uh, under that thing, like inevitably, otherwise you would be like a separate thing right, launchable yeah. separately. Well, I guess like the, the level of abstraction though, of like, what is an operating system continues to change as history yeah. of compute advances, right? So it used to be that like, what kind of hardware you have depends you know, what kind of operating system you can run. And maybe that's actually, you know, like Mac or, or Linux or, or windows. Right. And then the level of abstraction for an operating system became kind of like what plugs into a browser or the internet, like kind of internet content. Right. And I think the, the current mobile level of abstraction is, you know, these kind of OS's with app stores and the apps kind of are the things that 
run within those operating systems, but those operating systems become relatively commoditized relative to each other when everybody starts building the same app for both platforms, right? So yeah. my kind of question, I, I think people don't want tons of choice on a day-to-day -day basis around yeah. like which apps at the current level of what we think about as apps, but but I do wonder if micro apps is, maybe it's a confusing terminology, but I wonder if there's something, it's, I think it's sort of like what you're doing with Nostra.band as a search service, as a discovery service. It's like a fragment of utility that can be composed into other utilities. And maybe a user doesn't have to think, I'm going to Nostra.band search, but they just are using whatever surface they're using. And so they're using the Nostra.band search micro app just because like whatever Domus or Amethyst or Snort surfaces that at the right time when they want it because mm -hmm. they tap the search icon, not because they navigate to a separate app-like experience. And if that's the case, then I think what we may be talking about, you're talking about it as a data protocol. I might think about it as a, a new layer of operating system that allows a new layer of app thinking to happen, which is more of these fragments, or I think maybe what I'm, at least when I hear the term micro app, I think of these like fragments of functionality that get composed together into like today's apps. Well, I like all of it. I like, I like what you're saying. And it would be interesting to have like the, the smallish apps like distributed as Nostr events, and maybe they like live their life as Nostr events that contain, I don't know, some piece of code like JavaScript, but uh, someone is definitely going to play with such concepts. Someone is going to build a website, Nostr something that would cite, like would load third party apps as iframes or would have a marketplace of plugins like, like WordPress, something like this. Definitely someone's going to try it. But mm -hmm. the, right. uh, without a centralized marketplace, that is curated and verified that this code is like valid, could not, it doesn't have viruses, etc. Yep. It's not like entirely clear how you're gonna choose them. Maybe it's solved with the same web of trust thing that we talked about before that. But yeah, well, if I were to launch, let's say I wanted to listen to a music that I got a link on Damos, I got a link to a music track and Damos does not allow, does not support listening to music itself. So it launches some applet or something that knows how to do it. And before yeah. launch, launching it, it offers me like, Hey, there are like these three music player things. Which of them would you prefer? And this one is used by these of your friends. And I click, okay, let's use that one. And yeah, then it yeah. remembers it. Yeah. It seems fine. It's probably yeah. a challenge like technically, but as an experience, yeah, that sounds interesting. But the but but you do some of this today already on Nostra.band, right? Like I can go from the Nostra.band experience and it can say launch any of these clients, and it doesn't give the kind of social endorsement that you're suggesting. But yeah, but like that's presumably another layer that could be could be built. It's not uh, impossibly well, hard well, to the, the, imagine that. I think it's not it's not it's not like a fully integrated contained experience. Like I just throw you into a separate app. And right now I'm actually throwing you right, to the yeah. Nostra app dot link, which will have the, that web of trust, like 
suggestions and, and discovery there. Yeah. But it's still like I'm just sending you to another app. And right now with nostrapp.link, we have like, this is the plan. We are working on a need to allow apps to add themselves into users app list, essentially, or users publishing their app lists, which apps mm -hmm. they use to handle this kind of events or those kind of events. And then any client potentially, but like the Nostr app.link is built specifically for that, could curate that data on Nostr and show you like, here are the most popular apps for music tracks or for long form content, or here are the apps that your friends are right. using. And then you can choose which one of them you'd like to use and it will remember your settings. And next time it will send you there directly. But that's like, that's still a context switch. You're switching from one user interface and one flow to another. And, uh, uh I think it's a good start. Like we are going to start there and see if we can come up with some better, tighter integration. I'm not sure because like even the closed garden cathedral model designed operating systems like iOS or Android don't really give too much of a way to like integrate two apps between them, like to take some components of some app and like inject it into another app because there are probably lots of questions of security there and sandboxing, etc. And UX and right. UI, like it, it, it's hard to make a separate app somehow fit your uh, design, etc. And branding and uh, right. yeah. So the, like on the, the web, it, on the, the web, um, it's simpler, but on mobile, it's not as simple. Italy? Yeah, right. I, I I like this this Nostra app dot link idea. I don't know that. Um, I don't know. If, I didn't digest it well until I looked at it. Yeah. But let me try to describe what I'm what I understand okay. it to be, and you can tell me if yeah. I got it right or not. Because I think it's yeah. an important idea that. Uh, so if you go to Nostra dot link, it says paste a Nostra link to find an app. And a Nostra link could be an end pub, a note, an end event, an end profile, an end adder, or any Nostra app well, link. Anything. Right? Yeah. So I would paste like maybe a, anything from Nostra into that, and then it says show apps, and it is then going to look for apps that are handlers of that type of yeah. Yeah. event or exactly. that type of activity that I just pasted. Um, this this seems like it's that routing layer for routing between yeah. composable. Yes. micro apps or composable ideas, right? Yeah, exactly. So so that that feels to me kind of like this thing that we're talking about, like this idea you mentioned about this you know, music player. It can launch a music player and it can say, oh, DK, you're not, you've never played music before, but let me show you the one that Artur is using. Maybe you want to use yeah. that one, right? Yeah. And I could even just, maybe I set something to say, don't even ask me as long as Artur is using yeah. something, just give me that one first and then... I can later okay. change it in some context, right? <laughs> um, but th this feels to me like it could, I mean, we kind of need to come to consensus on how some of these UIs work. And obviously there's no consensus because we don't even have the tools yet. But this idea <laughs> of nostrapp.link and the way it helps people understand what apps could be used, in a sense, it's a, a form of an app store, right? Yeah, exactly. But like the the cool thing here is that any app can integrate this web of trust app selection. So Damos does not really have to forward people to nostrapp.link. It can just query Nostr, ask 
give me app recommendations by the people I follow and then aggregate them and show the user if they don't have like the already saved setting, they can show like here are 10 apps, their picture, name, uh, etc. Which one would you prefer? This one is used by your friend X and Y. And I would click on one of them. And then Damos would remember that choice and would forward the person there immediately later. So the Nostra app dot link currently does that. It can be like a separate middleware on your, on someone's yep. route to the target app. If like Damos does not want to implement that at this point, it can forward people to the Nostra sure. app dot link. That's one like feature of it. But then the second feature of it is that it's just a much richer experience. Like, okay, you can tra- switch from Damos to a target app uh, if it inter- if it does the lookup itself. But if you want to browse apps, you can go to nostrap.link. You can find apps for music. You can find trending apps, I guess. That's kind of the idea here. And then again, yeah, it's all... And, and if I put my so, in, I can see yeah. those apps filtered by follow lists and by people, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, so it's like such a thing could all, be built, all right? the all the same discovery ideas that we have around content apply to apps as well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, I guess I think I'm missing something because I feel like you've actually built this thing that to me looks like an app store with social recommendations possible like in the the structurally possible because you don't have to leave to go visit a traditional app store you kind of just can on the fly you already have your social identities you have your graph identities on the fly you could imagine showing all of that and then selecting an app or having a default selected because your client chose it and it feels like it is that meta layer that kind of new os type thing so is there is there some area where the way that i was describing it is not the right way? Because it sounded like you had some concerns with the way the UX of such apps might work or the way you kind of, maybe some of the, you know, uh, you know, the iframe, people spamming these things. Uh, or well, kind of I view it as, as switching between apps. Versions of that? I just view it as switching between apps. Like I click, I with press on a link. As like an iOS app. Or a website. Like it can be web to another web or web to mobile. Uh, or web to desktop if you're um, on the desktop. So it's just a way to switch between right. apps. And uh, the idea that I think, I, uh, as far as I understand, that you are thinking about is more of like inlining another app into a host app, something like this. So like the this yeah, is I mean, definitely I think about the, the switching. The super app model from WeChat, I think, right. The, yeah. But like the super app model from WeChat really takes away the app the OS layer from being Android or iOS, and it moves it to being WeChat as the OS. And then the car dispatch, you know, the Uber equivalent, is not something you interact with by launching Uber on iOS. You launch Uber on WeChat, right? The Uber equivalent. And I think what Nostrband.link does is it says you could have the, you know, I don't, what did you call it? Noster Key Connect would be kind of okay. the super app. And then it could launch the Uber equivalent, or if you don't like Uber, unlike WeChat, you can't switch it out. In this mechanism, you could say switch it out. I don't like to use that one. I like to use this other one. So configure that in. But Nostraband.link is the like discovery switching service. That's why I think of it as like the app store. But I think WeChat as a super app has already 
kind of done the work. It's shown one model for a closed system of abstracting the mobile OS away into a communication OS. And I think Nostr is similarly that communication OS layer. Yeah. And so these other apps could be launched off of that communication OS layer. And I think that's what you built, but but maybe maybe I'm still just, you know, wrapping my head around these new models. I think everything everything you're saying is right. It's just that if you're building an app for WeChat, you are limited in your choice of like a tech stack with something that WeChat supports. Right. It probably supports some JavaScript uh, web apps. And with right. this thing and Noster, it's all open and you can write your app in whatever language, platform, etc. that you choose. You can have different builds for different operating systems like Iris. It, it's built for all. Uh, it, there's a web version, mobile, Android, iOS, and desktop version of, versions of it. And people can have like more or less frictionless experience, whatever the platform is. And then since the app can be native, it can be like performant. It can be a game uh, or video something app, mm -hmm. which would probably perform much better than a web app. And uh, it's just more choice there. And uh, so, yeah, like, mm -hmm. as I said, we'll, we will definitely see some super app try like suggesting other builders that they build micro apps that will be hosted inside that super app. There is nothing like wrong with that. I just think that on Nostra we have more options and uh, the super app will probably try to exert some power on those micro apps one way or another because it's like a host app <laughs> and uh, it will probably take some rent mm -hmm. from there from them which will probably push them to like try to be standalone things so yeah like i'm not against it it's just that uh we've seen what embedded well, apps I, i'm i'm a little bit against be. the idea of having yeah. a closed app that can control which apps like has full dominance of control over mm -hmm. that that seems I, I would I would sort of advocate against that idea because I think like the market will not support such an idea. Yeah, but the thing I I guess I'm advocating not for a super app, but I'm saying is Noster the operating system for multiple super apps? But this sort of coordination or orchestration could live just beyond the key store. You know, like the key store is kind of one entry point to kind of this orchestration, but Noster is really the layer. And if the super app provider kicks you off. Well, you've got your keys and maybe it's stored as a kind that then lets you go to another kind of super app browser yeah. that you can plug your keys in and then you're going again with all the same functionality. So really it's not yeah. a single app being the super app, but Noster is a super app like protocol. Yeah. So the, but maybe we're, we're saying uh, maybe it's like right now, right? as I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's, it's possible that like several super apps will sort of win. Precisely because like people don't like having dozens of, and dozens of apps that they occasionally use. So I guess that's possible that uh, even without this social discovery thing that I built, some super app could build like its own internal discovery thing. But since we do have this open one, I guess it will probably be easy to switch between yeah. like those closed, more like not closed gardens, but like integrated gardens to something external if you have to. 
And that's kind of great. That's the whole point, I guess, of, of Monster being open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited to see more of kind of how this this area progresses. It sounds like there's a lot of at least active discussion around it and people trying to figure out the the edges of it. Um, I know we don't have uh, too much more time reserved, but uh, I did want to get to at least a couple couple other topics. Um, yeah. One. One was kind of what I was calling kind of the joy of Nostra development, and the tee up for this is that uh, I think you were you were writing before kind of in private about how much fun you were having developing on Nostra and how it felt very different than maybe some other stuff you've worked on. And I wanted to hear more about that because I think you know I meet people all the time and I tell them about Nostra, I tell them about my excitement and how much stuff can be done, hmm. and I think sometimes they don't. They don't really know where to start. Do I build my own Twitter clone client? Do I, yeah. <laughs> you know, find an existing one and try to contribute to an open source project? Do I find a certain telegram I should be connecting to so that I get into the flow of information? I was going to say one thing I think you've done a good job at since I think we met maybe early this year, right? I think it was January, maybe. So yeah, you um, were kind of building something on your own a while back that you thought would be useful. But then you've like over time really graduated to getting plugged into all of the frontier of thinking around Nostra development so that you have all the best, you know, you know, what is relevant to be thinking about and what are the areas that people are sort of building consensus on in development. And I wonder if you were to sort of meet yourself, you know, from back in January mm. and you were trying to sort of explain to yourself, okay, here's here's the learnings, here's how I would get connected here. I would start by, you know, working with an existing project, contributing something, or I'd start with a certain mm -hmm. micro app that is in mind. How, how do you imagine people should, or what, what advice would you have to people to get, uh, to get started with an Oscar development today? Yeah. So I guess the, so the, my excitement, uh, thing or thing that for those who didn't read my posts is that I was saying that my productivity on Monster is very high because like there's very tight feedback loop here. And there is also uh, like a frontier of unresearched things to do and try. And almost anything that you're going to try will probably be different in one way or another from it, it may be really new or it may be significantly different from all the other stuff that exist because because there is not much and so it's just fun to do like if you if someone wants to have like a side project a hobby project or maybe like has hopes for this project becoming something more than just a hobby i think nostr is perfect for that because like right now that i realize it's not just about social it's really absolutely anything you have in mind can be built here and you immediately get as I said, like you don't need to have a backend. You can just write to relays and read from them. You don't need to care about that part. You don't need to care about how to like onboard users without too much friction. Like just post on Noster and like all those users already have like signed up. They have their account. They can just enter into your app and start using. If you are like reusing something existing, some existing data type, like a music track, like which is Upster is building or a highlight or something, then you, you also like your app immediately plugs into the sea of data of existing data that other people have created already. And, uh, and you have lightning integrated in many ways. 
So you can try to monetize things. You can try to perform some transactions. You can sell something. And so, uh, there are so many and like the platform is open. You can build on whatever language that you choose. You can, it can be a web app and native app, a desktop app. So it, it's just such a huge surface of possibilities that I would say absolutely any builder can turn their pet idea into something that can work on Nostr and then come and build it here. And then there is also like Jack Dorsey's 5 million grand that can be uh, thought about. So uh, this is the open I, I, funding. Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking about that one. So the, I would say that if I wasn't building something for Nostr like six months ago, if I heard about it today, and heard all the stuff that I listed right now, it would be like, I would definitely start building something here. And, uh, where would I start? Which like manuals or documents or telegram groups I should read? I have no idea. Like everyone in development or building is very different, have different backgrounds and interests, and, uh, they should just follow their mm -hmm. like intuition and etc. but the overall space here is very interesting. It's kind of competitive, but it's very new. So it's not like in all other places, you can type your idea in Play Store and there are probably like a hundred apps doing what you had in mind. But here on Nostr, uh, it's probably zero apps doing what you have in mind. So you can it's, it's really fun. Like almost anything you do, you are the first one to do it. That's cool. It's like going to America favorite, to discover it. Um, kind of. <laughs> are you, do you have any favorite, uh, pet kind of hello world app or kind of a very simple thing that you think would be fun, but you've never seen somebody build before? No, unfortunately I don't have very simple ideas. <laughs> Like, well, the couple of days ago, I saw the recipes app on Stacker News. Mm -hmm. Somebody built an app to publish recipes on Nostr. Yeah. I think it's a, like a huge market. Like if you think about how much content is built on the web around recipes, it's absolutely enormous. And then you cannot really search through that of information in any meaningful way. Like you can't say, give me like these recipes that are built with these ingredients that I can cook like in 30 minutes, etc. Right. And, uh, I have it not like in some closed garden, big website that hosts recipes, but like to have access to all of them, you cannot do any analytics on all the recipes that are out there. Uh, there like that, that's what I'm talking about. Like if someone builds a recipes app on Nostr and it takes off, then you can probably build much more interesting stuff than you could yourself if you tried to build the thing for like existing web ecosystem. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you can build a recipes website, but how do you get recipes there? Okay, maybe you can have like 10,000 recipes there, but all the other million is out there. Uh, on big websites here, right. if it takes off, then you can have access to all the recipes, even ones created by like other people in other apps. So it's really interesting. And, uh, yeah, 
and maybe you end up hosting the the premier uh, recipes relay, right? Yeah, I guess. So the, these kinds of things were uh, the existing, like what I would like someone to build is a an app to that would give my kids curated video feed. Like YouTube suggests total garbage there. Even YouTube Kids application suggests very mm -hmm. stupid, bad videos there. I want to see videos that were curated by people I trust. And uh, I think it's pretty trivial to build on Noster. And uh, it's, it will, it's not trivial to have like the, to find the curators for that experience, but the app itself seems like pretty simple. Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I saw some, uh, kids apps initiatives on Noster, but I have never heard of them, uh, like mm -hmm. uh, after they were announced. So, but these will all be built by someone and without having to build backend, without having to build like account creation system, password recovery system without having to build right. backend of it. So it's so easy to start. And, uh, yeah, I hope we, yeah, you don't have to build if, if any, we, if we change the video hosting, you don't have to build that. Yeah. Here. Well, you can just post links to other video hosting services. You can just literally just scroll through YouTube, find a good video and copy the link into that app. And that's kind of it. Like the whole, uh, experience there. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe there needs to be like kids version and curator version of that, but the idea is pretty simple. Right. So, uh, I think right. if and I think we, the idea that you're proposing yeah. as a kids curation applies even broader, right? Yeah. Well, that's something that bothers me, but the idea overall can fit in many different places. So the, I think if we yeah. start describing Noster, not as something social, replacement of something social like Twitter, but as a new app platform, it's not really a platform. It's not just a protocol because it already contains some several like parts and extensions. I don't know, like it, mm -hmm. it's a new environment for creating new apps that work, that have access to all this given infrastructure. It's very easy to start. There are already some libraries I think we're going to get much more attention from yep. developers than if we were to pitch it like a Twitter replacement. Right. Yep. So it's like open, open for anybody who wants to develop the development starting up developing is very easy to get started. You have very little yeah. requirement. You can just build the client and take it, any idea. And it's probably greenfield where nobody's even touching yeah. it yet. So yeah. you can really carve out some space and it's like a whole new frontier. Exactly. So it's exciting to be playing there. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't right. look that exciting because well, it's late. I know we're uh, here. we're running up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was gonna say we yeah. we're running up against uh, the end of your day, and I know you were uh, generous to make some time at uh, late night for you. So thanks for thanks for making the time to come by. It was fun to yeah. it was fun to catch up. Thank uh, you very much, David. And hopefully we can uh, keep keep the conversation flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks.